what up everybody welcome to the enough said podcast we are really excited to start season three here it is our third season i know it feels like we've been away forever but we're coming back now stronger than ever especially now that the preseason is underway in the nfl so as always feel free to reach out to us and you can do that at enough said crew at gmail.com so feel free to do that with any comments or uh, just to drive these guys crazy it's always a fun thing to do all right with that said Let's get our normal crew in here and introduce them. So this first guy, if he's not eating Chinese food and clearing things out, he's up in West Virginia trying to get through that truck route. Say hi to Jermaine, everybody. I was on Jermaine. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, I let him I, I let him know. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, I understood. I understood. He's like T.O. with the phone call here. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Th- thanks, Kay. Thanks for Kay for uh, for reaching out. All right. Appreciate oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Kay, uh, Kay stop stalking her. You know what I mean? Oh. Get a life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Keep her oh, name over. out your mouth. <laughs> you know, look. What's I'm up, better guys? looking. I'm better looking than Danny Amendola. Come on. I mean, What's up, guys? It's the, it's the greatest part of the year, man. Football is back. Fantasy is back. You know what I mean? Can't we, yo, let's go get it. You know, let's go get it. Let's go. Let's go. All right. This second guy, you know what they say. Beggars can't be choosers, but when it comes to fantasy football and racing, he's just a freaking loser. Say hi to Dre, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to respond to that one. <laughs> Look, there is a reason why Jermaine didn't ask you into that league. That's all I'm saying. Just <laughs> out there. I'm excited for the NFL season. You know? but, uh, Come on, man. I'm excited, man. What you been drinking yeah. last night? Come on, man. Wake up, man. Nah, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited. No, it's like, come on, man. Come I'm on. I'm just trying man. to think of stuff to say through my head. You know, Styles remark calling me a loser. Well, you know what? Just do the bird chirping. You'll you'll be all right. You know what I mean? That wasn't that's my like, house. That's, you that's idiot. your best language. That wasn't my talking. house. That was your house. Do this. You outside. Oh man. All right. Well, before this gets even uglier, let me introduce this third guy. So this guy, he's just always smiling and never has a scowl. But he just knows way too much about the Sean Watson's towel. Say hi to Mike, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, What's up, everybody? I'm just saying, I read the report. That's all. Yeah, you need I to clean up facts straight. Wait a minute. What do you know about the Sean Watson's towel? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just know. reading what they put things. out there. <laughs> <laughs> I heard things. Some about a Gatorade towel. I don't know. I heard things. That's all I'm saying. He I said it was know. little. Oh man, tiny towel. I don't know, but I don't want to know. I'm just saying. That's, that's what the 22 women said about it. So, oh man, I'm just saying what they small. said. <laughs> 22 women said it was small. All right. Yeah. <laughs> now I got to put an explicit rating on this podcast. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're good. There's no censorship. (laughs) All right, so here we go. Let's let's bring it up since we bought it up. The elephant in the room. So, what do you guys think? The Sean Watson suspension too much, too little? You happy with it? Not happy with it? Roger Goodell is getting a lot of crap. NFLPA is getting a lot of crap. What's going on here, guys? Yeah, I think it should have been. You know, I think it should have been. it should have been. I, I think it should have been a year. You know what I mean. And that's how it should have been from the first time. Um, instead of the six games, I thought it was petty. You know, but uh, yeah, eleven games should be. You know, like I said, my opinion and, and NFL's opinion should have been a year. So he's going to come in. It just so happens that he's coming in against his former team. Right. That's will be the first game that he plays. I don't know how that happened, but whatever. I think a little negotiation there between, uh, you know, the officials and the NFLPA. But um, so let's talk about this a little bit. You hire, you know, an independent kind of investigator, whatever you want to say, to look into this. And then you wind up changing it anyway. So what's the deal? Like, 
See, that's that's where I was going to come in at, and, and the NFL has been doing this all the time. They they make they have the rules, but then they don't even follow their own rules. They just make it up as they go. To me, it was like, okay, what was the whole point of doing that appeal? And then all of a sudden, he and then he's going to get eleven games, like Jermaine said. You know, suspended for the whole year. He's going to come in and only play for the last five five weeks. And that's Cleveland Brown. <laughs> They're going to be stuck with. 11 games with uh, I don't know even who Hector quarterback is now. Yeah, Jacoby uh, Percet. Okay. Yeah. Percet. Okay, average. That's my that's my opinion. He's average. So the Browns are just going to be like just waiting to next year to see what Dushan can do something. So it, it's to me, man, NFL just sometimes frustrates me in the point of how they come up with their negotiations and, and rules. They don't even really follow their own rules. You know what? Right. Forget, forget, forget what's happening. Forget what's happening right now. Okay, he's got the eleven games. Let's let's move on. But I, I think what we talked about before the two hundred thirty million dollars for my opinion, and you guys probably disagree for a mediocre quarterback. And I told you his record and everything. I, I, it's just I, I think what the Cleveland Browns did is pretty much just messed everything up for the NFL because. You got $230 million. Okay, Patrick Holmes got $500 million. I mean, this thing is going to get it up to the billions before you, before it's all said and done for one player. And then we, you know, and I know we're going to talk about it. Are these are these players game changers? Are, are they really worth it? So I think it depends. I mean, yeah, I know what you're saying there, but, you know, especially historically, some guys are changing games, but you kind of got what you got right now uh, of what's available. And the way the market is, especially with the money NFL and the increase in the salary caps, I mean, you're just going to have to pay for what's considered game changes or the best players right now. Um, so I think Deshaun Watson um, has a chance to be a great player. I mean, he's had some pretty good games, but I like, you know, you look at his average, you know, his, his record is average right now. But, you know, Cleveland might be the spot where he becomes something better. So let me ask you something, guys. Um, Le'Veon Bell did the same thing as far as taking a year off, and then when he came back, I what he I believe he signed with the Jets. Yes, yep. and was I forgot what the salary was, and it was probably something crazy then and whatnot. Did you compare Deshaun Watson and Le'Veon Bell both sitting out a year, and Le'Veon Bell is where is he at right now? He was never the same player when he came back. I mean, the man was phenomenal when he sat out and. He fought with Pittsburgh and everything, you know. Then he comes back for that year, and it's like, okay, you know, you never heard from him again. He was not that same player. Do you compare those two right now? Well, I, I think it's the way Le'Veon Bell is structured. It's about format, and the format worked well in Pittsburgh. You know, the Jets, it, it just didn't. And then I think he went – I forgot where he went after that. It didn't work again. To compare to Deshaun – and that I don't know because I haven't seen Dushan play yet since he left the Texans. So that's a good question though, Jermaine. It's making me think about that. Um, what the what how much money that you know Le'Veon Bell got sat out and he ain't done nothing. But to me, I think that's because the the, the format that he's in. And then and then, and teams started catching on his his style of playing. Just I compare yeah. I think a better comparison is to compare him to Michael Vick, right? Because wasn't Michael Vick out for a while too? And all of a sudden, he came back, got a big contract, and he was at what two years? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but 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 his his playing ability, but he played well. I mean, he he came to Philadelphia and he he did great. Took us to the NFC Championship, you know. Yeah, but, and Michael Vick came back, and I think he actually played a little better, like more mature as his quarterback. Yeah. It was less about athleticism and the running and everything. And, you know, he was doing more reading defenses and, and right, you know, throwing it to the right receiver and that kind of stuff. I mean, he was phenomenal in Atlanta. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he, that, was, that was some amazing stuff he did in Atlanta. Um, but, yeah, it did seem with the Eagles, and then I think he was a backup or maybe a Pittsburgh. starter for the Steelers. It was a little bit more mature as a quarterback, uh, just, you know, the typical stuff we talk about quarterbacks with the reading defenses and, you know, pocket presence and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it makes a difference. I mean, cause when you're out of the game that long, you know, it, it, it does affect you. I mean, you get healthy and that's the one thing you can say about him. He's going to be healthy and he's going to come back healthy, but 
will he mature? I think that's a great point, Mike. You know, how much is he going to mature? I mean, Michael Vick, the one thing he did was rely on his arm more instead of his legs. And uh-huh. he has a hell of an arm. I mean, he did. And so does Watson. You know? Actually, before we move on, Jermaine actually popped in my head to make a good comparison to Le'Veon Bell and the whole thing with Deshaun Washington with the whole, um, you know, comp- uh, thing he got in trouble with was Kansas City's running back. And he went to Cleveland. Uh, what's his name? Kansas City running Kareem back. Hunt. Uh, Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hunt, right? He got suspended, right? Yeah, and yeah. he didn't put up no phenomenal numbers like he did in Kansas City until maybe about another, what, season? Season two, once they got um, the other the other running back to come in um, – where they had a two to two double double running back, you know, to two running backs. The other guy, which is still playing now, for for Cleveland. Yeah, Clyde. Oh, Chubb, Nick Chubb. Yeah, yeah, oh, Chubb. Nick Chubb Nick, for Cleveland. Yeah, right, yeah. Nick Chubb yeah. and Kareem Hunt. So, to me, right there, Kareem Hunt actually had the better over Le'Veon Bell. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it just yeah, it remains to be seen. I mean, you're right, Dre. I mean, and then Sal made up a good point. You know, you know, Michael Vick being out of the league for two years. You know, but I think Michael Vick is is on another level. You know what I mean? With his, like you said, Mike, with his athleticism, and 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 you know, and his arm and his legs. I mean, I, I think he was just like a total package. You know, besides him trying to be, you know, getting injured from time to time and whatnot. But, but yeah, you know, I, I you know, just something like that. I, I, I just, you know, one that bothers me, and I know it bothers the NFL. One is that two hundred thirty million dollars and whatnot, and somebody that hasn't played. And like I said, you look at his record. He hasn't run a playoff game, but he's in a new scenery. So yeah, it, yeah. it remains to be seen. It remains to be yeah. seen. That's and I mean, that two hundred thirty million dollars is probably like a hundred million after everybody he's had to pay off, but um, uh, <laughs> or less. <laughs> even, even though I heard somehow with the way that contract is structured, I think somehow he gets a good chunk of that money and not lose a lot of it to yeah. all the different payouts and everything. It was something weird. But it was something I was reading about it that he's not really taking it as bad as you would think. Um, but just going back real quick to the whole NFL swishing, flipping and flopping about the punishments and stuff. I think a lot of it has to do with just the politics of it. You know, you got a mm-hmm. labor union, the NFLPA, and you got the NFL, and they're always going back and forth about the collective bargaining agreement and what you can and can't do with punishments and then all the optics of everything that they do. So the judge who oversaw the hearing for the NFL, you know, this was agreed upon between the NFL and the NPA that they would have this third-party judge look at the case. She looked at the case. She looked took information from the investigation the NFL did into the whole thing where they interviewed like 22 of the different women. Then out of that 22, I think it was like 12 that they actually went a little bit further with. And then her ruling was based, I think, on four of the different women and what their stories were. So everything was kind of geared in, you know, towards all the evidence collected from four different women about their experiences. And then she had to come up with a punishment but that punishment is not based off of like normal law, like, you know, criminal law, stuff like that. It's based on what the rules are that NFLPA, NFL agreed to for personal conduct. And so the whole thing was, did you violate the personal conduct clause? And she said yes. But the only precedence they have to rule on in terms of punishment was Ben Roethlisberger's punishment for what he did, where it was kind of a he said, she said kind of deal. Even if it's 20 something women or one woman, it still was kind of a gray area because the only people that really know what happened is Deshaun and these women. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why she came up with the six games. But then the NFL, you know, it's almost like, you know, law in general, you know, you go to court, someone has a ruling and then you appeal it because you think it's not right. So then they went back and appealed. So they went to another judge who looked at it and then he said, nah, this really should be more punishment based off of, you know, what I read from this previous judge's description or ruling. And so then that's when they negotiated and came up with this 11 games. So a lot of it really is about the less about the sexual assault part of it and more about just, okay, here are the rules about player conduct and here's the different things that, you know, if you do, you violate player conduct and punishment for that. Um, so that, that's really what it came down to. Um, 
you know, I, I kind of think to some degree, like I saw people were mad about Deshaun saying, oh, I'm innocent. And, you know, I, I accept this. And it's like, no, you're not innocent. You knew what you were doing. Anybody reads the report knows knows that you were sitting up here, setting up these appointments, knowing in the back of your mind that you're not really trying to get a massage. You're trying to get something more. I kind of think, you know, everyone kind of covered it up. I kind of think the women knew what they were getting into also. But everyone was cool with it. And until, you know, right around the time where he said he wanted to lead the Texans. And then all of a sudden the story comes out and then they try to sit him and everything like that. And then the money becomes more of an issue. And then I think people realize how much money was involved. We're basically saying I'm a victim and get paid, you know, and this is mm-hmm. all about just money. You know, it just seems mm-hmm. it seems so convenient how a lot of it worked out, you know, and I think he's just the guy left holding the bag. But I can't feel sorry for him because he was in the wrong, you know. I mean, it's, it's obvious that what he was doing was wrong. Um, and you got to be smarter, especially when you're you're rich and paid and you're in the spotlight. You got to be smart about this stuff. And he's just stupid. So, well, well you, you got to get, get that towel in there, too. You know what I mean? I was about to say. I was about to say. Next time that happens, then make, make sure you measure that towel. Yeah. I was about <laughs> to say, yeah. yeah he brought his hand towels. Right. But the thing is, you know, that's what kills me when you read the report from the first judge and, you know, all this stuff, he told people up front what he wanted. It wasn't like people showed up at his house and then it was like, oh, by the way, I want you to use this, this and this. He was telling people up front, here's what I want. The only thing he did not tell people up front was he was trying to get something more than a massage. You know, it was always going in, you know, kind of like the, the oldest trick in the book. You know, it's like the pool. You know, the guy like tries to teach a woman how to play pool, and he's like, oh, let me sleep behind you and hold you and show you how to hold a stick. And you're just kind of like, all right, you're not really trying to teach me. You're trying to do something more. And it was kind of mm-hmm. the same thing. You know, it's like you're setting something up for something more, but you're trying to, you know, go into false pretenses. You know, it's like, oh, I'm trying to pretend like I'm innocent. I'm just getting an old massage, which, come on, man, you know what the game is. But it's like the oldest trick in the book. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, I say a lot of women know a lot of things that men try to do that are wrong, you know, and this was one of them. So that's why I just can't kind of believe that people were kind of like, you know, kind of saying that, Oh, you know, he, you know, he was wrong and he did this. And, you know, I didn't think he was going to do that. It's like, you know, he's going to do that. Cause it's the oldest trick in the book. You know, this is stuff that <laughs> guys try to do all the time. Um, I, I just don't think anybody's everybody's innocent in this whole thing. Nope. I think I think the team knew about it. I think a lot of the women really did know what was going down. They just got an opportunity to find out they could get paid, probably get paid more money they would ever get if they were just to work. You know, it's like you got a meal ticket and take advantage of it well you can you know and i think the lawyers got into a lot of these women and said you know what was done to you was wrong you know what i think is wrong but today it's going to be wrong and you're just going to tell this story that you felt it was wrong and just keep going with that story until you get paid and they got paid mm-hmm. and that's it yeah yeah well, let's talk about I wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean- <laughs> yeah, he likes I could, really well. <laughs> I could, I could get beaten. <laughs> five, I think five, five, I, no, another career, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, forget K. Adams. This guy wrapped it up right there. I'll tell you. <laughs> um, along those same lines, guys, let's talk about this. So, is it like, is there a problem in the NFL with these guys and, and the personal kind of Because it seems like there's been a lot. Or is it just like because of the numbers of players that we just have this stuff come up once in a while? Is it the number? Is it a number thing? Or is it really that there's a problem in the NFL with this personal conduct in a lot of these players? What do you guys think? Favoritism. Well, yeah, favoritism. And I think the players think that they're above the law. You know, just reap what you know what they're going to get from the NFL. Oh yeah, I'll get three or four games, or or this and that, or I got the money to pay, whatever. I, I just feel as though they're just above the league. They could just feel the, you know, my opinion. You know, they could do whatever. Yeah, I, I think there's an issue. I don't know if it's generate. I, I can't even say it's generational because I mean I think the NFL has always had a personal conduct issue. Uh, it's just that now it's 
out there more like you hear about it more because of the media and all the different stuff i mean you, you you know we used to joke about lawrence taylor you know who's one of the greatest linebackers to play and you know dude was doing cocaine you know and it's like man you can't do that nowadays or maybe you can't do it nowadays it's just, but people are going to find out about it so i think claire con you know i mean things like domestic violence i can't I'm, I'm sure domestic violence was an issue in the past for nfl it had to be i mean oh, yeah. you know this is kind of one of those psychologically one of those sports man where you know people turn it on and have to be crazy on the field and then expect mm-hmm. to turn it off when they come off the field that's kind of hard to do so uh, i think personal conduct has always been an issue it's just that now they're trying to reel it in and try to have some structure to it uh, for, for correcting it. But it's going to be there. I mean, it's tough to do for a sport that's based on violence. You know, that's just what mm-hmm, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do think there's definitely favoritism. There's definitely, you know, privilege. But, yeah, you know, it definitely is a concern. Yeah, like when you see Henry Ruggs driving 100 miles an hour in a Corvette, oh, killing was, somebody, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, all right, yeah. you know, you, you guys are going too far or uh, Urban Meyer going to a bar and, you know, filling up a girl in, 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 the, in the bar or whatnot. You're just like, all right, you're just trying to get away with stuff that that's totally inappropriate. Um, so they do have an image issue. I mean, they're always working on it. It's going to be there. I think some of it we enjoy them having these issues because it gives us something to talk about. It's like the great soap opera, you know, the NFL Mm -hmm. is a really good soap opera for life. Everything you can think of that's an issue outside of football is an issue inside of football from Mm -hmm. politics to sexism, racism, all the different hot topics that get people talking. The NFL has something to, you know, contribute to that, you know? Yeah. Is it, I mean, is the NFL like, the worst. I mean, because I mean, you don't hear generally like baseball. You don't hear too much of this. You don't hear it in hockey. Hockey, you know, to your point, Mike, hockey is a violent sport, right? Fights all the time, checks, hits. I mean, you know, it's the same thing. So, what's different about the NFL than like hockey or baseball? I, well, you know, I don't know. Like h- hockey is DUI, <laughs> baseball's DUI. <laughs> so, I mean, they got a lot more of those type of cases. But uh, basketball is kind of similar. You know, you had those. You know, it's it like I think Mike said, football gets the more popularity and more attention because it's mm-hmm. so more much money. A, uh, so much yeah. money. I mean, yes, yes, there's tons it's of money, money. In, in, in baseball, but but the hockey players, you know, it's it, I think it just doesn't get more t- focus, more attention because there's, there's something in all, all all the sports, but football just gets the most of it, honestly. See, it goes back to what I'm saying with this $230 million, $500 million. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I think a lot of these players that get paid, overpaid, like that wide receiver in um, in uh, Jacksonville, you know what I mean? It, it, it's a mental thing. So now you're getting all this money and it's like, oh, wow, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, you know, there's a switch turned on your head. Oh, well, you know what? Let me go out here and speed 140 miles an hour. Or let me go out here and, and get my Gatorade towel and all that stuff and, and do what you have to do and all that stuff with the show. I think, I think it's all, it's all money driven. And when, when people feel that you can't control, I don't even know if I became a million billionaire. To be honest with you, I don't know if I can control, you know what I mean? Because you feel as though you could just do anything because you feel as though that you have the money. You have the money. You you could get the top lawyers or whatever. I think a lot of this with players, bottom line, is mental. I, that's, just my, that's my opinion. It's mental. It's mental. Especially when you overpay players and you're in panic mode thinking that this particular person is going to take me to a Super Bowl. Last time I saw football, basketball, baseball, hockey, it was a team sport. Not one person, you know what I mean, besides the GOAT. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not one person is going to take you over the top and, and take you to the promised land because you paid them all this money. My thing is, I think it's mental. You're saying mm. Ben Simmons is mental? <laughs> hey, you heard you heard what he, you heard what happened. They 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 didn't actually disclose it, but um, they um the Sixers yeah. gave him his money. You know, what I, mean? I don't know if it was the full twenty million, but they're not saying how much they gave. So right. I think it's about seventeen, eighteen million dollars. So. Yeah, there was some kind of NDA they signed saying they couldn't disclose how much, but yeah, he got paid something. Um, 
which I found interesting, you know, because they were so like, we are paying him anything. You know, he isn't doing anything, so why pay him? You know, all that tough talk, and in the end, you know, they still end up paying. So yeah, it's, I up, think it's about $18 million. Yeah, $18 million. That's why they didn't want to disclose it. They was like, well, wait a minute. Why would you give – Oh, what's two more, more, two more million dollars? I mean, just give him the full – you know, and they yeah. probably and maybe they did. That's why they didn't want to disclose it. They gave him a full twenty million. You know, yes. say told them to shut up. Don't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, so Save face, right? <laughs> coming up in November, he's going to say, oh, "I got back problem again, and I can't." You know, he's going to sit back and, and just sit on that money. Well, that's just yeah, that's just a total mess over there in Brooklyn. I mean, yeah. we can go all day with Brooklyn. You know, yeah, that's that's another so, podcast. That's like season four. Yeah, so <laughs> talking about players. Who got paid that you can't believe they got paid? Kyler Murray. I mean, I don't understand how you could pay somebody that you clearly think is not working hard enough to be the best player they can be. That you got to put in this contract, they got to study for four hours a day or four hours a week at a minimum, uh, or else they take the money away. I mean, even though they took the clause out. You know, it's still out there. You know, it was either you or Dre that said it was a panic mode. It was a panic mode. You know what I mean? I mean, because there's nothing else out there and everything. It's a it's a panic move. So then he's like, "Here, okay, we'll give you this money, but <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta." I just, yeah. I mean, we talked about it on Friday. It was just like, "Here we go, a head scratch." Right. It's like, "What are you? Right. <laughs> What's going on?" I'm gonna pay. I, I'm gonna pay you, but you got to do the job. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, uh, that right there. I was like, I, "That's the most craziest contract I ever heard of." Yeah. yeah. What I understand, though, is this: it almost seems like every quarterback, at a minimum, watches film outside of normal like time. Like I'm surprised he even had to go and put that in the contract. Like you're telling me he doesn't do that? Yeah, I mean, I just that's what they're saying. (laughs) I mean, I I think even quarterbacks on some of the worst teams are studying outside of you know, normal teen hours trying to get better. You're looking at a film like that. And so when you tell me, man, this dude don't even spend four hours. And four hours is not a lot of time. I mean, you're talking that. I mean, that's an hour. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. maybe one day, you know, every day of the week for an extra hour that's, after. That's easy. I mean, I'm sure Tom Brady does that, you know, all the time, you know, yeah. or even Aaron Rodgers or one of them guys, all the great quarterbacks. You know, I'm sure they put 20 hours, probably extra time in looking at a film. But to uh, <laughs> It's gonna blow up in their face. It's to gonna me, blow up in their face, man. To man, me, t- seeing that contract for, for Colin Murray, that means that yeah, the guy's talented, but that's all he's got, and it doesn't seem like he has any kind of professional uh, football um, IQ, uh, <laughs> IQ or 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 competencies. Basically, he's right. like, yeah, right. I, I got all the way through from playing high school, whatever, because I'm I'm a talented player. But I don't, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. I don't need to read. I don't need yeah. to look at plays. Well, that's what's going to happen. Because remember when you told me Brett Favre didn't read the play? He's just like, oh, I'm not, you know, I don't know what that is. You know, I'm just going to go out there and wing it. You know, right. I'm, you know, I'm not trying to get into Brett Favre because that still irritates me. I mean, that's just, hey, that's just freaking he ridiculous. Had, he had a three-ring binder with just three rings in it. You know, you open it and close it. Open and close it. That's, that's, that's it. <laughs> so, so Mike, let's let's throw it out there. Let's say Kyler Murray gets hurt or he just doesn't do well. You talking Jimmy G in Arizona? Nope, nope, no, no, no. no, no. I mean, if, if they haven't gave, they haven't tried to trade him to the Seahawks yet, and the Seahawks need him more than any any other team. So I, you know, I, I don't think he'll be at Arizona. You know, I think what would be interesting though, if it doesn't work out, is just what the media is going to talk about with Kyler Murray. Because I mean, that's just. You know, you're never going to hear the end of it. You know, <laughs> even if he gets hurt, they're going to be like, yeah, he didn't study to know that guy was going to come sack him. Oh, <laughs> you man, know? that's going to, yeah, that's going to bite him in the ass. Oh, my God. Especially <laughs> yes, when he has a terrible game. They're going to say, well, you know, yeah, these professional podcasters, they're going to they're gonna rip Colin Murray. They're going to rip him. Well, speak, speaking of contracts, I'm going to talk about another one, and I know Jermaine's going to punch me for this one. But I'm going to do it anyway. LeBron James, two years, ninety-seven million. Two years, ninety-seven million for LeBron. All right. Before we even get into this, you know, I was thinking about this this morning because, yeah, because I kind of wake up. Look, look, I got, I, I, I got a, I got a routine, and I tell Dre all the time. Two o'clock in the morning, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get up and go to the bathroom. Okay, it's two. I swear, it's like nineteen. It's like 
for That's like twenty, so for like twenty years, twenty years, I've been doing this. Two o'clock. It's not two o one. It's not one fifty nine. It's two o'clock in the morning. Okay, so I'm sitting there. I mean, I'm not sitting there, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking out the window, and you know, I'm doing my number one and everything, and and I was like, you know what, LeBron James. I mean, we talked about game changers. <laughs> When LeBron pissed you off, is that what bring the your belt? <laughs> enough said. Enough said, fans. We got a little TMI going on, so just bear hang in there with me. He painted the picture very clear, sitting on the toilet, thinking no, about LeBron James. Wait a minute. I didn't say sitting on the toilet. You know I had to clear it up. Because I was tinkling. Okay? Yeah, tinkling. Yeah, tinkling. Yeah, tinkling. Right, wait a minute. Tinkling. <laughs> oh, like the, wait, 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 ho, 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 ho. The word tinkling, man. And I, don't say, a, a female says that, man. What the hell is wrong with you? It's tinkling. You know? Oh, my God. You, I wasn't spraying, it was tinkling. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ, help me now. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's wheel it back in. All right, wheel it back in. All right. LeBron James, go ahead. Two o'clock in the morning. All right. After he washed his hand on the hand towel. Let's do it. I said, is LeBron James a game? Look, before we get into it, is LeBron James a game changer? I, I need to know that. I mean, because since we've been talking about a lot of game changing, and I, I wish that everybody that listens to this podcast pull up Deion Sanders' YouTube video when he talks about game changers. You know what I mean? It's not about you being good for three or four years and everything. That's the bottom line. He's saying that he wants to change his jacket. He don't want a yellow jacket because he was a game changer. Is LeBron James a game changer? Now or when he first started? The whole his whole look, I'm looking at his whole career. I'm just looking at his whole career all the way from 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 his rookie year to now. Is he a game changer? Can you compare I don't compare him to Magic. I don't compare him to Kobe. I don't do Jordan. not compare him to Jordan. I don't do not compare him to Dr. J. You know what I mean? I do not compare him with those players. I don't. I mean, and one person that has my back is your boy, um, your boy Skip Bayless. He can't stand LeBron. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and for him, you put him in the upper tier and all that stuff. Yes, he's going to break the scoring title. You know what I mean? He's 37 years old. He's going to break it before he retires. I think that's the only thing he wants to do is break that scoring title before he retires because he's not getting another title. Is he a game changer? That's a tough one because after Michael Jordan, when the NBA focused on great talent like like, like Kobe, LeBron, um, even Grant Hill before he got hurt, they were trying to see who is the next Michael Jordan. So to me, it's like they started tunneling about law. Well, look at look look at Grant Hill. Grant Hill, like he's gonna be the next Michael Jordan. Oh wait wait wait. Oh, he's injured. Whatever. Oh, here comes Kobe. Yeah, Kobe is. And then LeBron came in. Then you got the new generation of 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 of, of fans watching, and they never seen too much Michael Jordan except for highlights. And then here comes LeBron and, and Kobe. I, I don't know if if I'm agree with you. I don't. I'm not agree with you, but I'm trying to answer your question, Jermaine. I can't. I, I see like a blank canvas of. LeBron James being a game changer because of what the NBA ha has focused on trying to find another Michael Jordan. I, I don't know if, if that makes sense. I'm trying to say, but is it Steph Curry? I think I was going to say Steph Curry. Steph Curry, yes, he is a game changer. He is a game changer because the whole entire NBA has changed their way of of playing for a, a, a guy like him. They all like, look, we, we got to get three point guys. We got to start now doing three point plays. Uh, he, 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 to me, yes, he's a game changer. I'm not saying LeBron and him are two different players, powerful right. versus a, a guard, but Stefan Kerr is a game changer. Yeah, I think so. Especially because, like I said, the whole league really adjusted to style Curry's style of play. You know, hitting those threes just really open up, you know, especially the statistics and the math of it all. You know, people started seeing that and saying, yeah, you just chucked the ball up a bunch of times. Eventually, you're going to start hitting these shots and, you know, threes are better than twos, you know. So if you can make a bunch of them, you know, you're going to you're going to put up a lot of points for LeBron. LeBron's as a 
player, I don't think Willie was a game changer. Like, I don't think, you know, it was something when you watched him, you felt like it was something special you were seeing. Like when you saw a Kobe or a Michael or a Magic or even someone like a Larry Bird or somebody like that, you just, you never really felt like you were seeing anything special. I think off the court, you know, LeBron kind of is more of a game changer. Just the dynamics of the NBA, of being a player, everything involved from promotion to, um, you know, the things you do, you know, with commercials or with, um, you know, businesses, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I think LeBron may be more of a, of a game changer in that aspect. But as a player and as just, you know, overall greatness as a player, no, uh, I don't think he's a game changer in that way. I mean, I, the thing that's going to always haunt LeBron you know, from a game changer greatness thing is him, you know, basically leaving to go to Miami to play with others, you know, and that whole, you know, be with the big, you know, the big three kind of thing. You know, a lot Mm -hmm. of these teams that had these big three concepts, man, it's hard to look at them guys and be like, yeah, you're great. It's like, no, you went your buddies that you knew were all great, you know, to get these championships. And I think that's what's going to always hold LeBron back a little bit. You know, it's just these whole power, you know, put together teams and get your friends together. Um, Yeah. He was a game changer by, like you said, leaving for Miami and creating a big three. You know what I mean? Because now everybody's jumping ship and all you're doing is chasing championships. Bottom line. You know what I mean? Right. That's that's the way I see it. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan pointed that he's like, would you know, somebody asked him, would you ever play with Larry Bird or was it Magic Johnson playing with? He's like, no, I, I, I want to play. That's just like you guys. Yeah. I don't want to play with y'all. I'm trying to win <laughs> because I want my right. name to be there. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to win. Right. I mean, Dre, me, Dre and I always had this competitiveness, you know, as far as, you know, basketball, when we play one-on-one basketball, I'm trying to beat you. I'm trying to destroy right. you. And that's what I, that's the bottom line. Not going after and saying, okay, Dre, I'm on your team, and, you know, let's go do this. No, 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 I don't like that at all. Right, right. It was like Kobe and Shaq, and then we all kept saying, man, why would you break that team up? Because you guys could have won a zillion different championships for you two together. And it really was just that Kobe mindset, no, man, I want my name to be the one on the building. I'm the one that, you know, when the season, I don't want people to say, yeah, you got it because you got Shaq next to you. You know, and and that was that's that mind that competitive mindset of just no, it's got to be me. Um, I don't want to have anyone to say an asterisk that you know I got this, but I had X, Y, and Z, you know, help me out. And, and LeBron never really seemed to be that way. It, you know, maybe with this Lakers stuff, maybe he's trying, but now it's kind of too late. But it just seems that's always going to be the the hit on LeBron was just uh, you know, it doesn't really see he was carrying. A team. Um, well, I give him this. I give him this one year when they came back and beat Golden State when he was in Cleveland. I think they was yeah. what, they was down three one. He didn't have anybody on that team, so he carried that team. So I give him that one year. Who else was on that team? Oh, was it Kyrie? No, Kyrie. I was gonna say, I thought that. Kyrie was on that team. Was it? I thought that was the. I thought yes, Kyrie was. was. The, I thought when they won, I thought that was when Kyrie had those yes. two games. Where he was the one who was on fire. Well, yeah. okay, my bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel yeah. better. All right. I feel better than I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> and then, right. And then he, and, and, yeah, he went to Boston. Um, or, um, yeah. Because I think Kyrie, that was game Kyrie. three and four. All right. That Kyrie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I feel good about that. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Jordan obviously had help too. I mean, he had Rodman. He had, you know, Pippen. He had Kerr. You know, he had some. But, I mean, Jordan was obviously – a whole separate level, but he didn't exactly have scrubs either that he was playing with. <laughs> so, true. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. Right. Yeah. But he didn't call those scrubs up and say, hey, man, or these yeah, non-scrubs. Right. Yeah. He didn't call Pippen and, 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 <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah. all those guys and like, hey, man, come play with me, you know? Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Told I mean, his, he might have told the general manager that. Like, like, like on street on street ball, when you we have street ball, you play with these guys for every week. You know who's not good. You know who who's good, and you always want to be with the good players. You know, when you you pick, you know, I want him, him. No, I want you. I want to win. Yeah, and good players make the players around them better, right? So I think Jordan definitely did that. So I mean, and how did Jordan get better? He played people constantly that were better than him. That's what he always said that he did, right? He just. He kept playing these guys that were way better than him. It's like the same thing with me when I play music, right? If I play with musicians that are better than me, it just takes me up a whole nother level. And it's, you know, 
it's yeah. the same thing. You know? Yeah, the, the, the award always right. comes after once, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the, it's the other way around with those players like, like LeBron and stuff. You know, I'm like, no, man, take your skills, do, you know, and, and it, it will come. Your, 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 your uh, reward or benefits will come. And that's what Michael Jordan did and all of them did, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're right. All right. Cool. Well, let's uh, let's get into our you know our normal game here that we do, um, and this week it's going to be called percentages. So, are you guys ready to play some percentages here? So, what it is is I will give you a statement, and you'll have to give me the percentage on what you think is going to happen. So, it might be like eighty percent yes, twenty percent no, or ninety percent yes, ten percent no. Um, okay. So, like, what is the percentage of K getting with Sal? That, that's one hundred percent. I mean, it's zero. <laughs> it's, like, you know? It's a great way to no. do it, guys. A great example. Jermaine, it is it is Sal, and then this is alter ego Sal Joseph. I like that. I like that. Oh, I like that. Like, 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 like Professor Clump and Buddy, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, right. That's, yeah that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> that's true. Um, all right, so Dre, we'll start with you. Oh, uh, boy. Chances that AJ Brown is the real deal. One hundred percent. You think so? Yeah. Come on, man. Nobody's not one hundred percent, Dre. Come on, man. Come on. Stop. 99.9%. <laughs> All right. He thinks A.J. Brown's going to be a different maker. He wow. He's going to be a different maker for the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. Why can't he, why can't he be 100%? Huh? Because nobody be 100%? in the nobody's not 100%. You think Debo Samuel is 100%. Come on, Mike. Mike, don't speak out of your emotions. Speak like, come on, man. Speak through your head, man. Right? Debo is not 100%. He's not. He's 100%, he's 100% a game changer. I mean, I can definitely say that. I mean, they need that ball. I mean, I mean, no. So I'll clarify the percentage thing. <laughs> you just said, what percent is is AJ Brown a game changer? Andre says 100%, meaning that, yeah, hundred. he's guaranteed to be a, a game changer for the Eagles. It doesn't mean that, you know, he's going to be um, – I don't know. I say a Pro Bowl, you know, record-breaking player, but 100, percent he's going to be a playmaker for them. I can right, see that. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was I trying to say. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't see. I mean, game changers, I, man. They bring it every. I mean, they bring it every game. Yeah. I, I'm talking about injury. Yeah. I know. No. Wait a minute. They, and you know, they're not injured. You know what I mean? AJ Brown has a history of being injured. Debo. No, he does an, not have a history. Okay. Yeah. AJ he does. Brown, hold, hold, hold on. He was. How long has he been year. in the league? Yeah. How long has he been in the league, Dre? Like three years. Three years. Okay. And Matter of fact, I showed you his times? stats. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We had this conversation before. I showed how many you his times stats. Have he been, how many times he's been injured? Yeah, but have you seen? But yeah. Jermaine, I I get it. I get what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. He's on there. He's not 100 percent a game changer. Debo is not a 100% game changer. There is nobody in the league that's a 100% game changer, maybe besides the GOAT, okay? That's the only thing. I can't see anybody. You guys cannot change my mind in saying that these these guys that I just said are 100%. Nobody's not 100%, man. Nobody. Nobody's not 100%. Can we continue with the game? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I'm gonna put it real quick. Right. AJ only had one season where he he did not perform. Out of those other three, the dude was over a thousand yards receiving, man. Every game. Okay. And touchdowns. Uh, every time in Tennessee, when I saw him, he touched the ball, touchdown. Okay. Just like Debo, what? first down. Okay. They didn't need it. Touchdown. Like every time Debo's in his hands, nobody changes. Not one hundred percent. Nobody, nobody, and and none of the leagues. Well, I, I guess your hundred percent comes off of my elementary grade thing I did when I had the NFAF and all that. Well, yeah, apparently it was apparently because I had a headache. That's yeah, I guess so because it's elementary level. You understand you what know? I'm trying to say? Elementary these other, level. These other two guys was with me when when they was doing this. Like, what the hell is this? All the elementary. Them two two up elementary level. <laughs> Mike. So that can break it down to yeah. you. Oh, yeah, the game, Sal. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, sorry, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, 
Chances that Jalen Hurts gets above a 71 in Madden next year. Oh, God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why, why is it got to be Madden? How come it just can't be – how come it just can't be the NFL? I mean, all right, let's, let's talk about, you know, what about the games? I mean, what about the season? Do you think – give a percentage of what he's going to do in the season. Forget Madden. Madden is I'm fake. There. I'm getting there. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. So, you say, I, I say – 75% chance that he's going to have a better – actually, I was say 80%. So I'm okay. going to be favorable. I think he's going to have a better year um, than last year, and his, his Madden rating will go up. Don't okay. ask me up. It's going to go up too, but it's going to go up. <laughs> 71.9. There you go. <laughs> Jermaine, chances that Patrick Brett Favre Mahomes throws at least 10 interceptions this year. Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm going like ninety nine eighty-five percent. Okay. Eighty-five percent that he's going through ten or more. And watch, they're gonna be crazy interceptions. Like, why did he throw that? <laughs> Dre, chances mm. that LeBron James wins an NBA title with his within the two years of his contract. Zero. Okay. All right. No chance he's saying. Mike, hey. along the same lines, chances that Joel Embiid wins an NBA championship? Mm. I hate to say it, guys. I think that's zero also. Um, mm. I, I, 0. 0.5. <laughs> yeah, I guess I won't say, you know, stuff no, you can was, happen. You, you know, was right, you Mike. Know. You was right, zero. Because the time <laughs> is coming, gone, man. They, they done messed this whole thing up. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. And it started with them getting James Harden, period. Jermaine, chances that Ben Simmons becomes an all-star with the Nets. Oh, that's definitely a negative zero. It's not even zero. <laughs> does zero mean negative? <laughs> <laughs> definitely negative. Yeah. A negative zero, man. Negative zero point zero zero. Zero. Dre, chances that Dougie P gets seven wins for Jacksonville this year. Ooh. Uh uh. 80%. Okay. You think he's going to get it? Wow. Yeah. Seven I think so. This year? Really? Y'all think so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, you got the Colts, the Texans, and the Titans in that division. I mean, I think they could pull, they could definitely beat the Texans. Yeah. I get, think they could split with the Titans, and I think yeah. they could maybe beat Indy twice. Yeah. Like, they kept Indy out the playoffs last year with nothing. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yeah. Seven yeah. wins is doable. Okay. 80%. Lawrence, right? Got to get Lawrence on the. On yeah. The yeah. yeah. And I heard Weston, they looked pretty good, Ashley. To Kirk. Another overpaid. Yeah, uh, Kirk. I heard he actually looked pretty <laughs> decent in preseason, which, you know, we all were like, well, how do you get paid that much money? He ain't do anything in Arizona, it seemed like. But I don't know. They say he looks pretty good. Well, just like you said, Mike, maybe he just needed to change the scenery. You know, people, players need change the scenery. We'll see. You picking coaching, them in your draft? All right. Well, this is the, this is the question. What's the percentage of you picking them in your, in the fantasy draft coming up? Oh, I don't know. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just gonna say. I don't know. It might be a sleeper pick. You know, a little secret up in there. I don't know. I'll see. <laughs> Surprise everybody. I think I know the answer to this one, but Mike, I'm gonna give it to you anyway. Chances that Trey Lance takes him to the Super Bowl in the ninth. Mm. Oh boy! <laughs> oh. You know, I want to say a hundred, of course, but no, I would say. <laughs> Don't get your main started. I, I'll say eighty-five percent um, if he's healthy. You know, it is, it is a big if on the health. Um, but if he is healthy, I, I think. You know, it's Trey area, man. I just tell you, man, it's gonna be. I think you're gonna be really surprised. And, I hope so. Be like, they're gonna be like Jimmy Who, like real quick. It's gonna be like Jimmy Who. Yeah, as soon as he throws that deep ball that Jimmy couldn't throw and hits a receiver that's like wide open down the field, it's it's gonna be on. You know, I think it's gonna be a lot of offense, a lot of five power. Hope it's blow up in your face, Mike. <laughs> I mean, if it do, it's not me. It's Kyle Shanahan. I mean, that's the guys that, you know, if it blows up, they're the ones that are going to be looking like, uh-oh. Um, but it's not. I just got confidence in that coaching staff. And What's the percentage of that? What's the percentage of that? What's the percentage of that? 100%? What? They're confident. In the coaching staff, they're going to get that. Oh, yeah. Trey Lance is not going to be a bust. I, 
I'm 95% confident that they got it right, that they they know what they got, and they'll make the offense work for what they have. You know, they're not just going to let him go out there and fall apart. You know, they're going right. to set him up as best possible that he can succeed. See, you said 95%. You know what I mean? How come you can't go 100? Because, like I said, 100 is not realistic. All right? It's not realistic. You So can <laughs> would you change your mind? You said 95%. Okay, well, you you can't do it one hundred. It's not realistic, man. That's not going to happen. You got it. You got it. You got to have some fluff, Mike. You know what I mean? All right, you got to have a little bit of fluff in there when you do your percentages. Nothing is not one hundred percent. Sad. What was that question again that you asked? (laughs) Exact word for word. What was it? It was the chances that Trey Lance takes a three. No, 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 no. Not the. the, Let's go back. We got to go back to AJ Brown. What was the question? The chances that A.J. Brown uh, – what was it? Hold on a second. Yeah. Chances that A.J. Brown is the real deal. It's like a yes-no question. You know, it's like, that's either 100% he said a percentage. or 0%. Okay. No, wait a minute. He said, he said a percentage. He didn't say yes or no. He didn't say yes or no. Now, if he but said yes or no, is, is A.J. Brown a hundred – is A.J. Brown a game changer? Yes or no? He didn't. He, right. didn't he, he gave a percentage. Right, he said, "Is it a real deal?" And Andre said, "100 percent." Yeah, no, he's not 100 percent real. Look, man. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. Okay, we could. Jermaine's got this. Well, that's because you got this rubber scale. I don't know what the heck you you <laughs> getting this. Right. You know. Okay. All right. Hey, I, I, hey if anybody's out there listening, please respond. There's not 100 percent. There's nothing 100 percent. Okay. All the I mean, I can walk out of here and, and I can walk out of here and trip over a step. What's the percentage of that? What's the percentage of me tripping down the stairs? Huh? Is it 100%? No, it's not. It's not 100%. It's he just said, is AJ Brown the real deal? AJ <laughs> Brown goes out there and has, you know, 20 touchdowns. In the season, yeah, or twenty five touchdowns a season. That's something, something ridiculous. Ridiculous, this season. yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is man. it a real deal? Hundred percent, yes. That's not I real. Say, you said twenty five touchdowns. That's a, that's an NFL record, man. Okay, twenty touchdowns. Even if he has like fifteen touchdowns, if he has anything substantially more than any of the other receivers on the Eagles have. Like in, in the last two or three years, <laughs> you know, yeah, he's Rager. like no Jalen Ragers or right side or whatever other receivers you got. Smith. I mean, if he's clearly way ahead of everybody else we'll and you guys this. are scoring points, that's 100% the real deal. I'm going to put this in my back pocket because definitely I'm going to rip Andre and you all right during the season because I, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm like, here we go, 100%. No, there's nothing 100%. Now I can agree with you, ninety nine point nine or something like that. Yeah, okay. There's nothing one hundred percent. What was ninety nine point nine telling me? <laughs> what? What is ninety nine point nine? It's not one hundred percent. That's the real deal. <laughs> okay, but yeah, you went down to ninety nine point nine. It's not one hundred percent. Ninety nine point nine is not one hundred percent. So you're taking one percent as a tolerance. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not one hundred percent. It's not one hundred percent. What is it? Ninety nine, ninety nine, and one hundred is not. It's not equal. It's not. It's not equal at all. Okay. I did not think this game was going to be like this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm done. Like, yeah. I got four more questions. Can I at least ask one more? Guys no, no, go ahead. But I, I, I'm done with his crazy <laughs> scale. Whatever. I mean, thinking. look. I look at it this way. The only thing that's one hundred percent right here. Is Patrick Mahomes throwing ten or more interceptions? Done. <laughs> that's ninety nine point nine percent. Jermaine's mouth. That's the only. That's ninety nine point nine percent. Oh my goodness! Right. <laughs> no comment. Go go go! go. go. Hey, chances that Andy Reid gets fired if he does not win the Super Bowl. Who's that for? You, you Jermaine. Oh me. Uh, I say about uh, chances of him getting fired. If he does not win the Super Bowl. Uh, if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, I say, yeah, I say about 75%. Okay. What? 75% he's going to get fired? He's going to get – yeah, that's what you're saying. If he, He'll get fired and not win the Super Bowl, right? If he doesn't win the Super Bowl, what is the percentage that he will get fired? That he will get fired? Yeah, 75. Yeah, 75. 
75%. You're saying next season, if they don't win the Super Bowl, you're going to fire Andy Reid? No. Wait a minute. Hold that's, on. The <laughs> that's the question. Is this that hard? That's, that's the question. <laughs> You know I'm getting messed up with these numbers now, man. All right. Okay. Yeah, 99.9%. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so he will. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. All right. So, I push it up. 95%. So, if Andy Reid doesn't win the Super Bowl, there's a 95% chance he's going to get fired. Correct. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'll go back to the 75% because they love Andy Reid there. You know what I mean? So, they're going to give him another They're going to give him another chance. How long has Andy Reid been in, the K- in KC? Mm, five. Five. Andy okay. Reid's not ever getting fired from that job. He will probably quit that job before he gets fired from it. There is no, I mean, unless they go four and twelve, like three seasons in a row, there's no chance that dude's getting fired from Kansas City. They he's brought, they got a Super Bowl. They haven't had a Super Bowl ever, right? Yeah, yeah. The that they, they if since they've been a franchise, they haven't had a yeah. Super Bowl until he got there. There's no way they're gonna fire him. For the, anything remotely, you know, sort of, you know, a couple losing seasons. But the bar is set high. I mean, why would you, you know, after they won that Super Bowl, they everybody was talking about it. Even the national um, people that was actually talking about it saying that Andy Reid is going to get about, before he retires or whatever, he's going to get about three or four more Super Bowls. What's the percentage of that, Mike? I have to think there's a 50, 60% chance. I know you don't like Mahomes. You know, I think he's, I tell you, I think the dude is very talented. I think the way that team clicks, especially offensively, I know they lost Kareem Hunt, but I still think they got a lot of firepower. And, you know, I think, I think they could definitely get a chance to get back and at least one more. So I, I think the odds are still pretty high until I see otherwise, until I see it really fall apart. Yeah, I, I, I definitely don't think anybody getting fired anytime soon. Tyreek was a game changer in that offense. Now Tyreek is gone, you're going to really see what how struggling because he opened up that offense. You know, he did. He opened up that offense. Same with Green Bay, Devontae. Huh? Same oh, with Green Bay. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you. You're going to see Patrick Mahomes struggle this year. And so was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But I know Patrick Mahomes puts in more than four hours of uh, film time, so I think <laughs> I think he will study and he will he will do what's necessary to to make sure that team can win. So I I I, I don't doubt them. I'm sorry, I, I can't doubt them right now. I, I think, I think he the kid's special. Four inch towel too. So but that's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just he uses the team masseuse and not call people on Instagram. That's what he does. <laughs> 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 All right, I got three questions left. So go, go for it. Wrap this up, Dre. Yep. Yep. Chances that Jermaine treats Ron to the steak dinner that he owes him. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's been going almost a decade now. So now it's I don't know zero point one two seven eight percent. That's what he's looking for. Negative. Um, negative. Yeah. <laughs> negative. <laughs> Mike. Chances yeah. that Sean McVay wins another Super Bowl and that you actually admit he is a genius. Oh. <laughs> well, there's two part question. Chance he has to can win a Super Bowl, I think, is you know, maybe fifty-five percent. Um admitting he's a genius is zero, and it's not gonna happen. <laughs> All right. Last one, and we gotta wrap this up. Jermaine. Chances that Dre will actually win a fantasy football league. <laughs> hold on, stop right there. Hold on, I no, did man. win. No, yeah, you did. Hold on, hold on. You Stay know right there. I won. Shut up. I won. <laughs> I won CBS. I won CBS, and I did not win Yahoo. Now the rule is that it, for Ron and Jermaine, it does. It, it's it, 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 it's excluded that I won a championship because it's not with them in, in, in the league. I argue. It doesn't count. I argued that it, it, I have a championship. So back to the beginning of opening this introduction. No, I'm not a loser in that part. And, <laughs> so I have won a championship. <laughs> I've done it well. And I raced pretty damn well, too. So <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, rephrase the question, Sal. Is he ever going to win a championship with Ron and Jermaine in the same league? 
<laughs> What's the percentage? It's zero because I, I retired. I don't play no more. <laughs> I retired. I don't play no more. <laughs> but I do have a ring. I have a ring. Oh, oh, I got a percentage question real quick. I can throw out there. Yeah. Uh, what's the percent that Sal is still going to stay divorced from the Eagles this season? Oh, that's 100%. If we didn't talk oh, anything no, about the Eagles. A, okay, nothing's 100%. 100%. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> nothing's 100%, according to Jermaine. <laughs> until they get rid of Howie. The Eagles are on at 1 o'clock today, and I will not watch them until they get rid of Yeah, Howie. okay. All right. Boy, yep. they start ruling off wins. 8 no. See what happens. Let's see they what happens. Not, just drinking the Kool-Aid again. They are not going to roll off 8 wins. They're that was a good one, Mike. Like they always do. Yeah. <laughs> They are not going to. Mike said nothing's 100. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Final thoughts, 30 seconds. Uh, Dre, what do you got? Final thoughts, anything? What's on your mind? Uh, looking forward to the opening of the season. Um, I, I'm looking forward to uh, Eagles defense, actually, uh, more than offense, because I'm a defensive guy, so I'm excited about that. All right. Jermaine, what do you got? Uh, yeah, same here. Looking forward to another great season. You know, just – you know, uh, watching games on Sunday, Thursday, and Sunday night, um, and whatnot. But um, I am. What's on my mind is what's going on with the first game of the season with the Eagles, and I told you that on Friday. So it's it's actually on here on this podcast, and we can go back to it. I'm a realist. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, but Philadelphia will lose this game, um, game one on um, you know coming up. You say that every year. Ooh, I didn't say that. What are you no, talking just, about? Just what, your what mindset. Your mindset is like always negative. When you're I didn't 13. say. No, it's real, Greg. I mean, it's real. I'm about to call you Greg because I'm always I arguing see. you like I do with Dre. <laughs> I always exactly. argue with you because I be calling him Dre and you Greg. Listen, Greg Dre. Listen, man. Look, I said Atlanta. When we got, let's go back. When you thought what Jalen Hurt was the deal, what was the percentage of that? Huh? That was 100%. That was 100% after game one. Wow. Exactly. And then what happened? And then what happened? It went to negative percent. Yeah, it went to (laughs) negative. So like I said, nothing's 100%. Okay? Nothing's 100%. Okay? So when I said Atlanta, I said, yeah, they'll beat Atlanta. They will beat Atlanta. I didn't say nothing. I said, it's nothing negative. It's just being real. Philadelphia fans... We got to be real about this thing. Just because we got all these players and all that stuff, and I agree with Sal that, yeah, we got all these players. and all. When we play on the field, I'm telling you, if we go 0-1, 0-2, all hell is going to break loose, Dre. And then you're going to look at me and say that I'm negative? Come on, man. Come on. I'm, th- I'm just being but real. You, but you're already geared to that. That's yeah, I thing. am geared to it. You're I am geared, geared to it because I'm look what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing and all that stuff saying that Jalen Hurts is the real deal because he's throwing all these you know touchdowns against you know preseason and nobody's not rushing him and all that stuff. Come on, I, I mean, all right, real fast and let Mike go. I'm just I'm gonna say this. What? What's the percentage of Nick Sirianni gonna run the ball? Because <laughs> <laughs> he surely didn't clearly show me that in preseason yet. Well, yeah. All right. Well, it's the pre, like you said, it's the preseason. I mean, you're not going to well, show your whole hand. You're not going to show your whole hand. That first three, five games, right. he ran it three times. Remember, okay. you, we put that in there. Three and you, times. And if you listen to what's happening, Nick Sirianni's not calling plays anymore. It's that Jeff Stinkham, or whatever his name is, he's calling the plays. So ever since, <laughs> ever since he took over, he they've been running the ball. All right. All right so, we'll see. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. So. Mike, Nathan, it's on you, buddy. Well, I just going to say, you know, uh, looking forward to the season two. Uh, definitely want to see what Trey Lance does. I will say that uh, it's good to be back with you guys also in doing this. Definitely always enjoy, you know, being able to share my opinion. You know, it might, yeah. get, me banned. It might get me banned for what I said about Deshaun. But, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for having you know. <laughs> Appreciate you having us having you on the show today. Mike. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my suspension ready. But um, <laughs> I will say. We're uh, definitely, definitely getting emails now. Another, another final thought is, um, you know, I don't know if Tony's listening, but I think Washington might really be in for um, a bad year. Um, I think the dumpster fire is going to get pretty bad. Uh, just, you know, on the field and off the field. I just got this bad feeling that uh, it's going to be rough. 
Feel bad for you, Tony. Commodores, man. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you're probably listening. It's probably going to hit your thing just to listen. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, it's just, you know, you're, yeah, you're done. I mean, I think you're getting married this year, right? So, is he getting he's married? Bar- this he's year? done. He's oh, done. He's married. Yeah, uh, he's back. Yeah, 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 enjoy the marriage, man. Enjoy the marriage. Yeah. Don't even don't even turn the game on, Tony. Honestly. Yeah. Don't even- <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, Tony hit me up about it, but it's true. It's like going to Siberia, man. That's what Carson Wentz did. You know, it's like you know, yeah. Uh, we we'll have Tony. We got we got some good guests. We got some great guests going on this year, right, Sal? You know, we yeah, we're gonna have some good yeah. people coming on. So yeah, it's not gonna take long. Jack Del Rio is gonna get fired, and then it's just gonna start from there. They're gonna be unloading, and then Ron Rivera will be gone by the end of the year. He might be gone in the middle of the year. You think? Might be in the middle year. I think it's going. I think it's heading that direction. Unfortunately, you know, I like Ron, but I just I think it's going all bad. All right, and I'll close with this. So I'll just say this because I know the man. I didn't want to take it personally, but Dre, you're not a loser. I'm kidding, man. It was is a loser. Please, what are you doing, man? Don't be scared of Dre or how he feels. He's a loser. A loser. Ray, come on, man. He's like been my best since like. He's my know, best man. friend too. He's my brother, but I'm going to tell him the truth. Like he tells me stuff and whatnot. I just have to take it. <laughs> take it. It's 100 percent the truth. Loser. <laughs> I've seen the best man drive, and you know, I'm just saying. You know, Sal, Sal, stop, Sal. Let's just stop it. All you right, know, so. that's a hundred percent, Jermaine. That's all I'm gonna say. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, in all seriousness, we're we, it's a you know I'm looking for another. Season yeah, good. It's gonna be a good season, man. Yeah, it's and, gonna be a good uh, season, you know, guys. Yeah, we're gonna keep hitting up on each other. We got Ross coming back. We got Mike coming back. We got Tony coming back. We got a lot of you know. We got um, Greg coming back. Greg, yeah, Kiana, back. yeah. So a lot yeah. of people are gonna be coming back. So we got it. Maybe even Michelle. Who knows? Maybe Michelle will jump in, and you know we'll get everybody in, and uh, it's going to be a good season. So, yeah. uh, so looking thank forward you to it, guys. Always. Looking forward to it. Yep. Yeah. So again, uh, feel free to email us with comments. If it's anything about Deshaun Watson, we'll give you Mike's email. Address. <laughs> 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 but otherwise, you can email nuffsegrew@gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> and tell us what you think. We'll talk to you guys next week. Maybe. Later. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>